What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. Loving this uh, playoff football. I mean, can't complain. Giants got the the victory. I mean, everything's good, man. How's everything on your end? I can't complain. I like the uh, you know these these two weekends of playoff football are fun. You know, the, I think the Monday dragged out a little bit for me. I was a little tired last night trying to stay up and watch uh, you know Brady's uh, career end in Tampa, but um, yeah, it was uh, you know the Saturday Sunday is awesome. Yeah, I thought the I thought the Monday night game would be a lot better, but. I mean, you can't you can't ever can't have every night be a blockbuster night, but it's true. Whatever, definitely the Saturday Sunday games were great. Yeah, they were. I mean, let's get right into it, man. Um, we had the Saturday night game. We had the uh, the 49ers and the Seahawks. I thought it was gonna be a blowout, but I mean, turn my turn my eyes away from the from the TV a little bit, look back, and then uh, Seahawks were up by halftime. I was like, oh, they got a got a little game here on our hands. <laughs> yeah, I. I uh... I was out Saturday afternoon and I came home and I threw it on. And like you said, I think the San Fran got up quickly, but the Seattle came back and, and, you know, Gino showed his uh, kind of resiliency, toughness, and uh, they got him, got into the lead. It was just too much to handle. And then that, that uh, ineligible man downfield uh, penalty mm-hmm. that, that backed them up, that kind of, that was the game right there. The next play was a strip sack and I'll see you later, Seattle. Oh yeah. 49ers defense showed up. Uh, offense showed up. I mean, your boy Brock Purdy played good. They're pretty much clicking on all cylinders. I mean, they didn't really give themselves a a reason to lose that game based off how they played. So uh, they're definitely yeah. going to be a tough out. I'm looking forward to uh, the next week's matchup with them and the Cowboys as well. So Yeah, we'll really see what the Cowboys are made of too uh, in that game. Oh yeah, because uh, that 49ers defense gets after it. And then uh, on offense, they got your boy Debo. Nobody wants to tackle him. They got your boy C. They got your boy uh, uh, McCaffrey. I mean, they just got so many peop- people that uh that cannot run the ball, and uh, they put them in great positions to uh, run it rather than having to rely on a quarterback. Yeah, they got a lot of weapons uh, with Debo and Kittle and CMC and and Brandon Ayuk, uh, and they got a good line. You know, that makes a big difference. You got Trent Williams as a pro, you know, All Pro left tackle there so and then like you know like you said all birdie all brock purdy has to do is really manage the game and and i'd say he did a little bit more than that you know i think he missed some throws but yeah he, uh he it's almost like it doesn't affect him that much because he you know comes back the next play or next series and and uh and had some big some big passes so kids showing a lot of uh confidence and and i think again being in that shanahan system i think he's he's put him in the best place to to succeed which is uh obviously helpful oh yeah because they de- they're definitely calling the right stuff for him whether it be play action or uh those little uh re- reverse run plays to get the 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 guys who need the ball in their hands the ball sooner so and that's that's the thing i've always liked about the shanahan offense is he gets his hand he gets it the, uh, his playmakers the ball he doesn't screw around he you know if debo's not getting enough you know Passing uh, targets, screw it. You're going to run the ball. You know, we're going to get it to you. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the ball, which is uh, which is nice. And it's not, you know, we can talk about the Minnesota game later. But when you're not getting the the best receiver in the league, uh, his touches, then then you got a problem. So. Oh yeah, he has those uh those moments where those players can't get the ball, 
that's when you see them run them on a sweep or some or uh, one of those screens to get them the ball quick and uh, you know they make a big play. So it's going to be a interesting matchup for the, that that next game. So mm-hmm. and then uh, then we hit the Saturday Sunday night games. We kicked off with the Bills and the Dolphins. Uh, this game was a lot closer than I thought it would be. I thought at one point the Dolphins might sneak the Bills and get them, but I mean ultimately ultimately the Bills pulled it out. The Dolphins did a great job this season despite all the injuries, but they're gonna have to figure out that quarterback situation if they expect to uh, go deep in the playoffs. Yeah, I, th- I thought I thought Miami should have won this game. To be honest with you, I, th- I thought they they uh, you know after the Bills got up whatever it was, 14 nothing, 17 nothing. Uh, I think most people thought it was over and felt like McDaniel kind of got his guys to at least got his defense playing a little better. And they turned over the ball three times. One of them, you know, being a touchdown and, and they just didn't, they didn't back down. I think they showed a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of balls kind of hanging out there. They, they could easily packed it up and went home and no one would have said boo. But they uh, they played tough. Um, I think with a with a healthy two, I think it's a different game, obviously. Uh, but they had I felt like they just had some some issues with the with the play calling. The plays were coming in late. Obviously, you know that fourth and fourth and one they had a, they had to call a delayed game. Mm-hmm. You know, McDaniel talked about it after that. You know, they thought they had a first down, and I, I don't know. It's just yeah, too like, much of that stuff. You know, it's you can't have that in the playoffs. Yeah, that's a, too many missed opportunities. So yep. that's what I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how they uh, pan out with with uh, maybe a healthy two or you know another healthy quarterback, depending on what direction they move in. And they they need a run game. So I know uh, what's his name was out uh, Mozart. So yeah, I know I know that hurt them some. So I know they definitely wanted to run the ball more. But oh, so yeah, with with a healthy Moster, and then you you can supplement Jeff Jeff Wilson. I think that's a good. That's actually not a bad one-two punch. Two punch yeah. Can, both guys can run the ball up the middle. Both guys can uh, catch the ball in the backfield. I think those are two solid guys. Uh, if you can keep them going. Oh yeah, definitely. So we're gonna have to wait and see, man, how things pan out for the for the Dolphins. I'm thinking uh, Stan is right, the 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 up and narrow, uh, rather than uh you know take a dip come next season. Yeah. And then uh, right after that, I mean, we had the Giants and the Vikings. Um, Giants came out early, uh, put the pressure on the Vikings, you know, forcing them to score. You know, there's kind of a back and forth between them. But I mean, ultimately, it came down to your boy Kirk Cousins not throwing to uh, uh, your boy, man, your boy Jefferson, man. I I don't get it. This is you know going back to Kyle Shanahan, you know, getting getting his playmakers the ball. This guy doesn't. I mean, it's, I I don't know if it's Kirk Cousins or it's Kevin O'Connell. I, I I'm leaning towards Cousins because they did they did a little bit last year with Zimmer uh, late in the season uh, when they needed some wins and. It's just like I'm trying to get that guy the ball as, as often as I can. And I don't care if it's, you know, with reverses or, you know, those bubble screens. Like, you got to get the ball in this guy's hand. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, even just you know, I felt like sometimes during the season, like the Buffalo game, like he would just huck it up there. And then in these games, like games like this, he just doesn't. Like, I don't, I don't know. It just make, doesn't make much sense to me. And I know Hawkinson was having a good game, but I think that's, that's kind of what the Giants wanted. Yep. They didn't, they didn't want Justin Jefferson to break any big plays. They just said, hey, you can take those eight to ten yard, eight to ten yarders with with Hawkinson, and and we'll we're, we're going to keep Jefferson quiet, and and uh, that'll be that. And I feel like when you settle like that, it's like almost like when you're in the, when the when you're in college basketball and you're playing against the zone, and and they want you to shoot the threes if you're a bad three point shooting team, and yeah. then you just keep firing them up. <laughs> yeah, and missing them. 
Yeah, it's not your strength, and their strength is getting the ball into Jefferson's ha- hands, and they didn't do it. And then, you know, the most embarrassing play was that uh, <laughs> that last fourth and eight or whatever, and he threw a check down to Hawkinson <laughs> like a three yard. <laughs> this guy is pitiful. Yeah, that um, that situation you got to throw it up. Just throw um, it up. No matter where it goes. And then uh, even I mean the coaching staff they said the the play was intended for Jefferson, but you know he ended up throwing to the. Yeah, I mean, just throwing to the tight end. But, I mean, Giants did a good job and try to, you know, taking Jefferson out the game. Yep. I mean, defensively, they did a good good job. I mean, your boy Danny Dimes played the best game of his life. Over 300 yeah. passing yards. So, over, or, yeah, like 78 rushing yards. Looking like uh, Michael Vick out there from 04. And then uh, <clears throat> the run game was in full effect, man. I mean, I guess uh, Minnesota didn't account for Danny Dimes' legs. He had about, uh, I think he had like, I want to say, 17 rushing attempts something crazy like that um so i mean they were definitely looking to run the ball um there were some drops by some receivers i could have ended the game early i know uh slayton missed one but you know hopefully that uh that doesn't happen next game because we're gonna need everything uh against these damn eagles man yeah yeah danny dimes did play well that offense looked good day ball you know again saying it all year he, he coached them up mm-hmm. so yeah it's a now you're going into a familiar familiar place and a familiar opponent Yep. So we got to see what what we can do with that. I'm going to tell you the, the Eagles aren't aren't thrilled to be seeing uh, the Giants coming. I can tell you that. Oh no, I don't think any team is uh, thrilled to play any of their division foes. I mean, we've seen exactly. that with uh, we've seen that with Baltimore and uh and uh, Cincinnati. I mean, yep. Baltimore was pretty Baltimore pretty much had the game if, if it wasn't for that fumble at, at the freaking goal line. So those those games are always hardest to win because the teams know you so well and it's not really. There's no pressure on the game. It's just like a regular, you know, day in the life for them. Because yeah. you guys see each other no much, so much. You know each other, in, the ins and outs. So, so we had the uh, the Chargers and the Jags. <laughs> Man. Yeah, you, Char- could, you could you could see this one coming a mile away, and yeah. as bad as bad as that Jaguars team looked uh, early in the game. I mean, Chargers had a few opportunities to really bury them. They didn't do it. Um, they let them hang around. They let them come back, you know, and and they, you know, because they didn't run the ball, and, and it didn't make any sense. I, I know they weren't picking up a ton of yardage running the ball, but you still got to run run some clock. And you know, I, I know that they're you know a pass first offense and all that, but you know, if Eckler's not getting yards, you know, get it to 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 Josh Kelly. If he can't do it, you know, get creative. Can't you can't go when they went up twenty seven nothing? They threw the ball. <laughs> they threw the ball twenty five times after that, and they only ran the ball eight times, which is insane. Yeah, I mean you got to start eating away at that clock. Um, exactly. I mean, but I mean you know you got to give the Jags some credit too because uh, your boy Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions, yep. um, three to three to the same damn corner, and it wasn't like it was like blatant. Well, I'm gonna say Blake. Like, wasn't like it was like uh, like crazy coverage. He just pretty much threw it right to the damn corner. But I mean, ultimately, he uh, kind of had like uh, you know, like how they say uh, you know, quarterbacks you're supposed to have that forgetful memory on whatever you did the last play, and then go out there and uh, play. So I mean, those interceptions didn't really affect them. Like you said, they were up 27 zip. Kind of looked like it was over. I mean, they fought back and they won that game, man. Mm-hmm. Your boy Doug Peterson on to another another uh, round. Your boy Trevor Lawrence gets his first playoff win. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next matchup, man. I feel like they kind of they're playing with house money. They don't have anything to lose, so they are. They are again. You know, they got they got to go into a tough place to play. 
but um but yeah they, again credit to them they they didn't give up either they uh, they kept playing and uh you know i think i think everyone knows that the uh this is the chargers story so uh, no one gives up when they're when they're up on the uh, uh when they're up on the chargers oh yeah it's gonna be another good matchup uh that next round between them and the chiefs as well so Crazy that, yeah. uh, crazy that your boy Mahomes is the oldest, oldest quarterback in the, in the, in the playoffs right now. Oh, that's crazy. That is crazy. Then we had the uh, Ravens and the Bengals. I mean, Bengals almost blew it, uh, but you know, but they got that little uh, fumble with uh, the quarterback trying to dive in at the goal line, and then uh, they took it back for uh, 99 yards. They kind of gave them the momentum that they needed to uh, make make some separation. Yeah, the. Uh... Again, we we talked about tight games, right? I mean, knowing your opponent, I mean, we we kind of knew that this was going to be a battle going in. Oh yeah, and then the, I mean, on the other side, of the Ravens they they put up a hell of a fight. Uh, no Lamar Jackson, but now all the speculation with uh, Lamar possibly not looking to return this year. But I'm sure uh, they're going to come to some kind of agreement and either franchise him or uh, I'm pretty sure they're not going to let him walk away for free. So yeah. I mean, they they can't really do anything. He's he's going to be a, you know an open free agent, other than you know tag him, mm-hmm. um, which isn't out of the realm of possibility. But but yeah, you know I, they 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 hung tight. I thought Huntley played fairly well, obviously until that that fumble at the goal line. I don't know what that. I don't I don't know if he thought his arms were like uh, you know eight feet long, but um, <laughs> you know I, I do like that play. But when you got to be at like the one yard line, like Trevor Lawrence type play, where you can just you know you're you're right there. But you know, uh, kudos to the to Bengals defense knocking the ball out and Hubbard running it back. I didn't think the Bengals offense played all that well. I, I thought Joe Burrow was only okay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, I think that's partially the way that you know, the Bengals play. I, I think he just does, especially like if you look at the run last year in the playoffs. He seems to do just enough to to win the game, right? And it's not you know knocking your socks off and in, in the playoffs, just get it done and move on. Yeah, but I also think it was the fact that the you know it's a division game, and then um they actually lost like I want to say three or three of the five the f- five new guys they got on the offensive line, which is their big uh, issue. So they're definitely gonna have to fi- figure that out because I think one guy dislocated his knee that game. So I I don't know if uh, those other guys are ready to step up. Yeah, maybe not. You know, I think that uh, I, I think it's about to get real right here. Now you got the the four teams left, the top four teams in the AFC with uh, KC, Buffalo, and the Jags. So, you know, I think they'll uh, this, this weekend in Buffalo. I, I know that you know people are a little butthurt about um, having to go up to Buffalo, and potentially could have been a game where they they hosted. But I don't. I, to be honest, I don't think I don't think uh, Joe Burrow really bothers him whatsoever. You know, no. so. Yeah, he's from he's from Ohio, so it's not gonna matter to him. No. Um, <clears throat> and this is kind the kind of the rematch, uh, so to say, that we get. Um, we figure these teams will probably see each other again, uh, <clears throat> based off of the teams that are left in the playoffs. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah, that should be a good one. Then we had the Cowboys and the Bucks. This game was a total blowout. <laughs> it's the last, uh, probably the last time we'll see Tom Brady and. In the Bucks uniform, I mean the Cowboys uh, did what they had to do to win this game, uh, but now now we get to see uh, them really be put to the test in the next round matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, you know I thought I was hoping this would be a good game. 
unfortunately it wasn't the the Tampa Bay defense couldn't couldn't stop couldn't stop Dallas and then on the other side of the ball Tom Brady just looked off and you know at first it was like is it him and Evans that are off it just seemed like he was just off completely you know he wasn't wasn't hitting guys he was getting moved around I think that a lot a lot of that had to do with the Dallas defense I think they played well Parsons was all over the place and and um coverage was good uh, in the secondary so um you know they got a they got a tough task going into uh uh blank going into San Francisco obviously some history there with those two teams going way back um but you know I think there'll be a a good test for this Dallas team and uh, and you know let's see see what they can do against the rookie quarterback yeah man that's, that's going to be a fun matchup so Definitely, definitely looking forward to, uh, you know, seeing how this plays out. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, as far as matchups, like we said before, we got the Giants versus the Eagles. Who are uh, you rolling with on this one? I I think the Eagles, Eagles probably pulled out. I think it's a close game going into the fourth quarter, though. I think it's maybe a field goal game, something like that. I I, I don't think the Giants are getting blown out. And I, uh, I don't know. Again, these games never end up in blowouts, I don't think, either way. But. Um, I do think it's going to be a tight one, but I think the the Eagles pulled out. I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with the way team with the Giants. Well, gonna, you can't. Yeah, you can't bet against your team. <laughs> We're going to go with a similar game plan. We're going to run the ball a lot, control the time of possession. But it's going to be a tough matchup, man. I mean, the Eagles are a phys- big physical team. Um, mm-hmm. They know us well. We know them well. So we're going to have to figure out some ways to get off to a hot start. Otherwise, uh, you know, we don't want to be playing this team and trailing. Otherwise, it's going to be a long day for us. For sure. Then we got the Cowboys and the 49ers. I mean, I'm going to roll with the 49ers on this one. I feel like the Cowboys are just waiting to self-destruct at, at any point in time now. So. Yeah, I'm going. I, I still think the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl, so I'm, I'm going to stick with the Niners here. Oh, sticking with the Niners all the way to the Super Bowl? Man. I, I like them all the way to the Super Bowl. Till proven otherwise. I mean, I don't blame you, man. They got a... <laughs> they the best. They've been the best team in football for the last three months. Yeah. Um, on both sides of the ball. Best offense, best defense. So. Yeah, uh, with the rookie yeah, quarterback, too. So. Exactly. Um, they possibly should have been there last year, um, you know, if it wasn't for Aaron Donald uh, on that play. But mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be a, a, a good show to watch. A little slugger uh, between both those defenses. And then mm-hmm. uh, uh, I want to see I'm, – I'm looking forward to seeing that if the 49ers offense – does what they do to certain teams where you remember how like the, when anytime the 49ers played the the Rams it was always like the big bro little bro where they're running all down their throat there's nothing they could do I wonder if they're going to go that route against the Cowboys my guess is they're going to try I think the Cowboys strength is in in uh in pass defense so I think that they're going to just try to pound it with Eli Mitchell and and uh and CMC yeah, but I mean that's the thing they're gonna get the they're gonna get the ball to those receivers early too. So it's uh, almost like they're those passes are runs. Then they got your boy Kittle too, so uh, he's another animal out there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get you get you, get, you know jamming the the run game down their throat and then uh, throw a little play action in there. Then you take a shot here and there. So absolutely. Then on the uh, AFC side, I mean we got the uh, Bengals versus the Bills. Kind of a rematch of uh, the Week 18. You know, these teams are, I don't want to say similar images of each other, right? But, you know, two young quarterbacks trying to make a name, trying to win one for the, for their team. Star receivers on both sides. Uh, good secondary and good defense on both sides. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, 
who turns over the ball the most because that's going to be the team that loses. Yeah, they're they are they are two very similar teams in the way they're built. I would say the the Bengals are probably a little more of a uh, uh, a run a, got a better run game with with Perrine and uh, um, Mixon. Uh, I think that Buffalo can run the ball, but doesn't like to run the ball. Their, their best their best uh, running threat is probably Josh Allen. <laughs> And and uh, but yeah, I think I think the way that their their offenses are built is, is similar, and their defenses are, are both really good. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get that that uh, that that week seventeen matchup that that uh, you know never really got going. Oh yeah, should be uh, should be booming up in Buffalo uh, on Sunday. Oh yeah, I mean no excuses if Buffalo loses this time. So no. And then uh, the other game we got the Chiefs and the Jags, uh, young Jags team trying to make a name for themselves. Uh, we got the Chiefs. They're sitting there and been waiting. So, I feel like didn't they play each other this year? They did. Chiefs beat them. But it was a high scoring game, right? I don't think it was actually. Oh no, seventeen twenty seven. Yep. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> Chiefs had their number the first time around. I'm gonna be. We're gonna see if uh, the Jags learn anything from that butt whipping to try to get back at the Chiefs. But I mean, I hope it's a high scoring game. You know, like a a twenty four thirty thirty one type of game. Um, just just for the fun of it, man. Yeah, I I, I I'm with you on this one. The, the the Jags don't have anything to lose. I just I I just don't think they can hang. I don't think they can score as many points as uh as as KC can. So it'll really come down to what their defense can do. Oh yeah, and that's the thing, you know. Patrick Mahomes doesn't turn over the ball. Um, your boy uh um Trevor Lawrence is more likely to turn it over. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is if the Chiefs can capitalize off of those turnovers and get get put points on the board. Uh, it's gonna help sure. him create a lot of separation, and then outside of that, I mean, we're still waiting and waiting on Sean Payton to see where he goes. A bunch of teams yeah. have uh, been interviewing him for for the head coaching job. I don't. They, they didn't fire Lovey Smith though, right? Oh yeah, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Oh, uh, uh, Brian Flores. What? He was getting some looks at uh some head coaching spots. So looking forward to seeing about that. The Chargers, they they fire like the offensive, like other coaches, but not the head coach. That was kind of weird to me. Yeah, I mean, I think he's got a press conference tomorrow and 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 uh, the GM on Thursday, so we'll see, you know, what they're what they're going to say. Uh, you know, I think it's it's easy. Uh, it seems like the players are behind him, so I think the easier move is to fire the offensive coordinator and uh, the QB coach, and and then you basically, I would say, you have next year. And, and if you don't make the playoffs, essentially, I, you know, Spanos has fired coaches that have made the playoffs too. He fired. Marty Schottenheimer after they went fifteen and one. Yeah, so he, <laughs> that's he, crazy. He's not, he's not afraid to can coaches. Um, so I, I'd say Staley, if if he does survive this next you know week or through this week, that he has next year and and that's it. Short string. I would say even in season, if 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 their offense looks you know horrible, yep. uh, early on and they're losing games, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they if they can to mid year. Oh yeah, the thing for me, I mean, they're gonna have to get a new training staff because uh, they can't stay healthy. Uh, they got to figure out how they're gonna keep these guys healthy. I feel like they've just not been, they just just cannot be healthy, yeah. which has been killing them, especially with that offensive line and uh, those defensive players. So they got too much talent yeah. on that team to be uh, not making noise in the playoffs. Right. Then on to the NBA, getting closer to closer to All Star Weekend. I know you submitted your votes for your boy uh, Tatum. Um, for the East to be uh, the captain, I submitted my votes for my boy Zion. So I mean, hopefully he comes back in time. 
I mean, not too much has changed. I mean, the Celtics are pretty much still in first place in the East. It's moved up a little bit. They're in six now on the West side. I mean, the Nuggets, is, they're tied for first with the um, the uh, Grizzlies. Yeah, it's not really much else in the uh, NBA. I know LeBron's playing his uh, lights out over in L.A., trying to get them uh, in the playoffs. So. Yeah, I, I still think that the, the West is kind of down a bit. And, you know, I guess, we'll, you know, I guess we'll see how that all plays out out there. But, yeah, I think the Nuggets Nuggets and Grizz are playing well. Uh, Pelicans Pelicans are deep, man. they got a deep team. Uh, even with mm-hmm. Zion and Brandon Minker now, they've been able to, to hang in there. But, yeah, the, the – uh, So, was, the, uh, so was Anthony – No, I was going to say, as old as Anthony Davis picks. That's why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I'd expect the, the Suns to pop up a little bit when uh, – Booker's still out, isn't he? Uh, he's been in and out. I know he came back like last week for a few games, and I think he's back out again. But yeah, he's uh, back out. I, I don't believe in the Suns, man. Their uh, their window's yeah. closed. I don't think it's closed yet, but but uh, you know they need to get healthy, and then and then uh, obviously with Steph coming back, I think that you'll see the uh, the Warriors bounce back a little bit here. But yeah, it's it's kind of a mess out in the West. I mean, you got four or five teams between that six and ten spot, six and eleven spot that are. I don't know. I guess I guess the Lakers are technically still in it at twenty and twenty four, but man, it's it's ugly out there. Oh yeah, some, some somebody's gonna have to create some some more separation. Um, so we're gonna have to wait and see come the second half of uh, the season after the All Star break. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. It's about a we're about like two weeks. Oh no, yeah, three uh, weeks away. Three weeks, yeah. Yeah. So, and then they pretty much they pretty much shut down that uh like after two weeks. So. And uh, they got to, I feel like a bunch of guys are uh, just resting. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know Giannis was out. Um, yeah. Boy Brown was out for a few games. So, Anthony Davis yeah. is always out. <laughs> Strategic rest. <laughs> so, yeah, they're getting ready for the playoff run or something. Yeah, exactly. Then, uh, not too much in, uh, there's really nothing in the MLB, NHL. Except for the, uh, Carlos Correa signing with the, his third team this off season. Did you, did you, did you catch that? Oh no! What, what did he? Uh, he signed back with the Twins at the end of last week for six years and and uh, I think two hundred million dollars. Oh, he reneged on the deal. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just the whole the whole. I don't understand the whole thing. I don't know how you can like be in in uh, in agreement on a contract and then. Just like all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, I'm going to sign with the Mets. And then you're like, eh, they don't like my physical. I'm just going to go sign with the Twins. But like at no point did I not think he was going to sign with the, the Mets. So it was kind of, the whole thing was kind of weird. Yeah. But then that so sucks. Anyways, that sucks for yeah. those teams because then now you're like, all right, I'm, I'm not going to look for somebody at this position because we already got him but here. But Exactly. It's, it's but, like you know. the coaching thing when you, when you fire a coach too late. Like, mm-hmm. now that now that coach can't find a job potentially and you you might not you might struggle to find a coach yourself so yeah man that's kind of crazy man but yeah um i feel like it should be a penalty for that or but i mean there's nothing, nothing they could do about it man nope and then uh there's not too much in uh nhl i'm uh struggling in fantasy hockey right now but i'll pick it back up and then uh, i don't know if you want to get into uh, pga yeah, we had the uh, uh, Sony Open, um, still in Hawaii. I forget where that is. Uh, had an interesting uh, Thursday, Friday. Uh, Jordan Spieth was at the, tied for the lead after the round, after round one. 
and played bad on on Friday and missed the cut. So I think it's only it's only the second player like in the last five years that's done something like that. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was it's always again it's always fun to watch these uh, uh, Hawaii, Hawaiian uh, the Hawaiian uh, what should we call it the Hawaiian tour there or the Hawaiian swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you had you had Siwoo Kim uh, take it down. Uh, pretty crowded leaderboard on um, on Saturday and Sunday. But uh, he hit some big putts down down the uh, stretch, and and he took home the Sony Open. So um, now it's time the uh, for the uh, the West Coast Swing. Um, so the American Express is uh, this weekend. I believe it's they played over a couple different courses, but it's in La Quinta. And uh, I think this is you know you start to see stuff pick up. Um, you got this, and you got the Farmers next weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, you're going to start to see some of these elevated events. Uh, the twenty million dollar. Uh, purses that are going to start to come into play here. I think the waste management might be the first one. The weekend of the Super Bowl, uh, obviously everyone knows the uh, 16th hole there is famous for the uh, the, you know, the stadium course with the the grandstands, everyone partying. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh you know golf's uh, golf's really kind of getting moving here, and yeah, it, it's uh and I like this this time of year when they're playing those West Coast courses. They're just Really nice, and and you know, being from the Northeast, that usually uh, you're looking at it going, man, I wish I was there. Um, but I can still play golf down here right now, so that's that's great. Yeah, you don't have to worry about snow or anything like that. But I feel like uh, I feel like a lot of people picking Rom, uh, Rom to win this, win this uh, the West Coast swing. Uh, is he playing in this one this week? He might. I don't. He usually kicks off at the Farmers. Um, I have to check. I, I don't know who's. I don't know the full field in this one. Rom is playing this week. Yep, Rom is in. I know they had they had five top ten and ten top twenty players uh, this mm-hmm. week in the world. So yeah, yeah. Again, the uh, with the with the purses kind of going up, I think uh, you're definitely drawing drawing people in. Might have to uh, might have to take him this weekend. So <laughs> he, I mean, he he won the uh, the century. So I, 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 you know, it's not not a bad take. I don't know what he's going off. Probably somewhere like plus nine hundred, something like that. Yeah, to go with him or uh, Shuffler, so we'll see. Oh yeah, this is when it starts to get starts to get good, Rich. Yeah, I know, man. Just wish uh, I wish Tiger was still out there though. But yeah, yeah, I hear you. But it's definitely worth watching. Oh, for sure. Yep. It's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We've got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So tonight I got a, a nice, easy one uh, on the healthy side. So it's okay. a one. Uh, it's a it's a one pot uh, meal. You know, I, I like these ones, but it's a uh, a sausage uh, orzo sausage and spinach. Uh, so it's actually really easy. I went with the Ch- Trader Joe's chicken sausage. Uh, cut it up, slice it up, threw it in the pan, a little bit of oil, um, get that cooking, and then took a, an onion, uh, diced it up, about a half an onion actually, uh, poured that in, uh, got that, you know, cooking with the sausage, uh, nice and soft. Uh, then threw in a cup of dry uh, dry orzo and two and a half cups of low sodium, excuse me, chicken stock. Uh, stirred that up, got it to a boil, and then and then dropped it down to simmer. Simmered that for like 10, 15 minutes. Uh, and then really just, just threw in, uh, you know, 
uh, chopped up some spinach, threw that in, um, covered it, let it sit for like five or eight minutes, and uh, and you're ready to go. We just topped it with some some um, some cracked black pepper and uh, Parmesan cheese. Okay. So not nice and easy, uh, a nice uh, weeknight meal for uh, you know those uh, <laughs> that have a lot going on. Yeah, man, that sounds that sounds like a good mix between something quick and then uh, something that's fulfilling. So, and then uh, would you guys drink that down with? All right, so I uh, I broke in because I, I saw a beer that looked interesting and I wanted to try it. Oh, I uh, gave in. <laughs> I gave in. Um, <laughs> so it was a jal- jalapeno pale ale from Birdsong, and and I I kind of seen it before, but I'd never seen it on tap before. So you know, I was, I was trying to stick with my seltzers and and you know the locale drinks, which I did for the most part, but I had to try this one. So it was a, it's a jalapeno pale ale. Birdsong is out of, I think they're in Charlotte, downtown Charlotte, uptown Charlotte. It's like a little over 5%. It, actually, you know, it, it it had a lot of jalapeno in it, and I was shocked at, yeah, 5.5%. It, honestly, like the uh, the amount of jalapeno flavor you get is is, is, is really good. Um, mm-hmm. I would say, however, that it just didn't mesh well with the... With, uh, I've had some spicy beer before that 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 comes out good, and, and I don't know if it was just the jalapeno flavor that didn't didn't mesh with the beer, but uh, I just felt like it just it missed a little bit. You you don't get the heat, but you get the 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 jalapeno flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say uh, you know I I probably wouldn't get it again, and I probably even if I did enjoy it, I probably wouldn't have more than one or maybe a second one just because okay. I feel like I don't know. I just I. I could, it's almost like you could feel like heartburn coming on as you're as you're drinking it. <laughs> you know, it's bad enough when you're you know when you get that that beer and you know the the heartburn that comes with that for some people, but then adding a spicy pepper on top of it, I'm not Makes sure. But best move, yeah. Like I, and I do because I I love I love uh, spicy peppers. I love hot sauces. I love all that flavor. And I've had it in a few beers and it's been okay. And and I would say this one was just okay. Oh man, I'd, yeah. I I'd probably give it like a six point five. I mean, it's not too bad, but I mean, has a lot of uh work that could be done on it. Yeah, and it's tough for me to say is it is it how long has it been on tap? Maybe did I get a bad a bad batch? I, I'll get in. That was fine. I didn't I didn't like at any point say I'm not gonna finish this beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I drank it, didn't have any problem with it. It was just you know I was I was hoping for something. I don't know what exactly I was hoping for, but I was hoping for something a little bit more, and I, did, I didn't get it out of that. Gotcha. You're probably hoping for a little uh, kick, kick and so flavorful. Yeah. yeah, maybe a little click, a little kick, maybe a little, maybe maybe it was a little crisper. I don't know. Yeah, when you say jalapenos, I made me maybe think of those uh, jalapeno poppers from um, from uh, Sonics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, that's Jay's bites and brew, everybody. And then uh, as far as BRRs, I mean, not too much here, but man, we had a great weekend of shows, man. All on Sunday night, they kicked off with uh, you, you, uh, Paramount kicked off with uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Uh, did you did you get a chance to watch that? I didn't watch that one yet. Nope. Oh man, won't spoil it, but um, it's definitely uh, they're they're, they're just, you know kind of recovering from the aftermath of uh, the season finale. I don't want to tell you what happens, but shit is getting wild out there in these streets, man. They don't really have a, a go-to person as far as uh, to tame some of the madness that's going on in the streets. Because, uh, you know, some of the head guys, they killed in jail. And then uh, some mm-hmm. guys are missing. So they're just trying to figure it out how to stabilize the situation. So 
Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, looking forward to the season. Then we had uh, Your Honor. I did watch us. Oh, man, they hit us with a shocker in the first episode. Something I did not see coming. I can't tell you, man, but <laughs> definitely check it out. I mean, they start off with your boys in jail. And they got, you know, the judge. So they kind of give you how it happened. And, um, you know, they kind of they give you the story of what's going to happen this season. So it's definitely going to be a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I, just, I, can't, I don't want can't give it up. I can't get up. Give it up. Yet, man, you got to watch it. But definitely a lot. Uh, definitely going to be a good season, man. Uh, they started off in the right direction. So it's a lot. It's a lot of story there. But the shocker, the shot that when you see the shock in the first episode, it kind of threw me off, man. I'm not going to lie. But maybe it'll have well, what, some. Wait, so, I, wa- I watched it. What, what was your shocking part? Oh, you said you watched it? Oh, yeah, I watched I watched Your Honor, yeah. Oh, the baby. Did I miss this? Yeah, you remember the, remember the, the dude's daughter? <laughs> when uh, yeah. she goes to jail to visit him, and then, like, the next scene, she's watching the, the, the son, her son. Oh, that didn't even register to me that that was her kid. Yeah, that's why I was like, what? I was like, they're they having sex? I don't remember that. I, that honestly, that that didn't even like I, like I saw the baby and I, I it did not even register that that was her kid. Yeah, because she was writing the letter and then she's like, um, you know, um, he told me like you know he yeah. loved me and like all this right, stuff right, and, right. and then like the baby, I'm like what? I'm like oh man, I did not see that. It kind of threw me off, but maybe it's gonna have some relevance, you know, towards later in the season. Mm-hmm. But that that kind of threw me off, and I also feel like uh. The kid that the kid they let go is going to come back and uh oh Eugene you know, yeah he's going to come back and uh oh, he's come he's going to come back hundred percent I don't know if he's going to come back with himself by himself or if he's going to come back as like older and uh finish some people off so yeah agreed that uh, kid they we haven't seen the end of Eugene that's for sure oh no and then the mayor guy <laughs> the mayor guy has me dying all the time oh. every time every time I think about him I see him I think about the wire and he's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of can't catch a break, man. He's just trying to like help out his buddy, and you know, trying to do the right thing. And I know he does, does stuff a little shady, but who, who doesn't? What what political person doesn't at this point? But I felt like he's he's trying to trying to get retribution. He can't he can't do it. No, nah, man. It's gonna be a lot of, a lot of moving parts. It's gonna be interesting to see uh, how, how they're gonna try to take down this organization. Uh, you know, with your honor, and then uh, I mean, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of different moving parts. So. There are for sure. Then we had the uh, the the show of the weekend, man. Last of Us, based off a video game. Did not play the game, but I mean, this looks like it's gonna be a great show, man. I mean, HBO they got another one, man. Kind of like a Walking Deadish type show, but instead of zombies, it's more of like a um, a fungus that's affecting humans. Come to find out, uh, the girls, uh, the main girl in the on the show, she's uh, infected. But it doesn't affect her the same like everybody else. And then, um, you know, you got your the guy. I won't say the Mandalorian, but uh, <laughs> he's uh, you know, trying to transport her to a certain area. So it's probably much, it's pretty much gonna entail their journey, you know, as they try to get to where they need to go. But um, great. Uh, I mean, it's a great show. I felt like I was watching a movie. First episode was like an hour and a half. Um, definitely looking forward to uh, you know, this the season. I hope every episode is like that, like an hour and a half. Yeah, I haven't watched this one yet, but that's uh, next on my list. Yeah, I mean, it's been getting great reviews. Everybody's loving it, and you know, I see why. Uh, you know, all these all these shows waited for Game of Thrones to get out the way, but uh, sure. I mean, this this is a, this is going to be a another staple in the uh, HBO lineup. So mm-hmm. everybody better look out. And then uh, outside of that, wasn't too much else. 
they dropped the uh, Mandalorian trailer. Trailer. It looks like it's gonna have a lot of action. But I mean, hopefully that's not all the action they just bundle up in one in a, a trailer. So you know, that's that's the only thing that like worries me is that they put everything into that one. Uh, <laughs> the one trailer. Trailer. Yeah, I feel like they did that with Yellowstone a few years ago. Yeah, but we have to wait and see. It means uh, uh, they said March first, so that's gonna be right around the corner, man. Oh yeah, it, it's gonna happen quick. Yep. Especially with these shows. So, I mean, we're probably going to get this group of shows for another, you know, eight to ten weeks. And then uh, it'll be March. It'll be March 1st. So then there's some other shows. Say less than that. Six six weeks. You're going to have March 1st sitting there staring at you. Oh, yeah. I forget. uh, February short. So, yeah, I'm looking looking for I like when it's like a good show. Then there's another good show behind it. So it's like no gaps. But definitely looking forward to seeing what's to come. Then uh, I think that's it, man. I don't got anything else. Mm hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>